Crowner Plus acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land, waters and sky and respects their enduring spiritual connection to country. We acknowledge the sorrow of the past and our hope and belief that we can move to a place of equity, partnership and justice together. We acknowledge Elders past, present and emerging and pay our respects to the cultural authority of First Peoples. Welcome to Crownercast, the remote health podcast produced by Crowner Plus. This podcast is all about telling the stories of the remote health workforce. Every episode, a nurse, midwife or health professional comes onto the show to share their experiences of working in rural and remote Australia. Crownercast is designed for you to listen to on the plane, in the car between clinics, or during your downtime. Download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favourite podcast app so you can tune in even when you're out of range. I'm your host, Kate Ridge, and today my guest is Shelley. Shelley's a remote area nurse who thought she would just be undertaking a short placement, but six years later, she's still loving what she's doing. So Shelley, thank you for joining the podcast and for giving of your time. Just as a way of starting off, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself, you know, your profession, perhaps your qualifications, where you're working, just just a bit of an overview. Okay, so um, I'm a registered nurse and I have been a registered nurse for 30 years, I think it is. Um, uh, I gained my quick care in 2007, working in intensive care unit and also working in the emergency department at a metropolitan hospital down in Melbourne. Um, Yeah, and about six and a half years ago, I came remote to a remote Aboriginal community up at the bottom of Arnhem Land. Um, So what's your work role uh, doing at the moment, if you want to just talk about that a bit more? Um, So, yes, as I said, for the past six and a half years, I've been working in a remote Aboriginal community um, for the last four and a half, I've been running the clinic as the clinic manager. Um, we see presentations from men, women, children, um, for just day-to-day clinic stuff, um, plus emergencies after hours. So the demographics, it's basically from babies to the elderly, it's kind of the whole spectrum? That is correct, yep, from sometimes newborn, born in the clinic, right through to yeah, our elderly. I think our elder, our most eldest community member is about 87. You've talked about you've been doing this for about six years all up in remote areas. Was there a particular person or circumstance that led you to want to work in remote areas? Um, so I'd always wanted to do it right from the very beginning I guess of my nursing career it was something that I thought that I would like to do Um, a few girlfriends were doing it much longer than I I started Um, they were doing it for about six years prior to me actually starting it Um, my husband and I had always planned that we would get a caravan and we would start traveling around in Australia and to be able to do that um, I guess I needed experience and needed to know whether I could actually do that work so um, a girlfriend of mine just happened to contact me and said we've got a position going get your resume in and off you go. 
Great. So is it the challenge or the changing environment or the type of work that's really attracted you to the remote areas? Um, prior to that, I think it was just the um, wanting to see what it was about, I guess, mm-hmm. um, from the very beginning. And then when I got out there, um, having worked, as I said, in a uh, busy emergency department for 15 years and ICU, um, I just fell in love with it. I got out there and I was um, able to, I guess, utilise my skills that I had um, in a more autonomous role. So I think that leads on nicely to, you know, what does an average week look like? I'm thinking there probably isn't really an <laughs> average week, but kind of some of the things that you might see over a week. Or... Oh, anything from... Um, so primary healthcare, which is the, the main focus for it, um, mm. to emergencies, to um, oh, it's hard. It's hard to do because they're all the same, but they flow into one another, if that makes sense. Um, mm. they, yeah. So do you travel with your role? No, no. So uh, you stay in the community, so... So what's it like working and living in the remote community that you're in? Challenging mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, because you live, you live and work with, with them. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, you see them on a, as a, on a social side thing because you, you bump into them in the shop, um, but yet you also see them in the, in the clinic where, you know, they're quite vulnerable. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's challenging to be able to keep that separate um, when you do bump into them. Mm-hmm. What are the positives of being in the community? Getting to know them. So yeah. for the last six and a half years, um, uh, I've been able to, I guess, my husband refers to it as a vault that I have with the community that I know mostly what people's medications are I know mostly about their history Um, and so when we have visiting teams that come into the community that I can at least give them mostly background information on the majority of the people in the community. Mm. So on a on a perhaps more personal or lived level what's it like day-to-day living in a remote area? What are the positives, the challenges, you know, things like isolation? I guess the positives is that you don't have the rat race. There's no, it's not hectic. Um, The clinic certainly is, it's very busy, um, but community life is is good. You know, as I said, you do get to know people on a more personal level than just um, a patient and nurse relationship. So... Um, and you get to see them from the spectrum. You get to know all of their family um, Mm. and how they're entwined and and related. So could you tell us about um, an experience or or from your work? It could be positive, funny, something that's perhaps, you know, really tugged on your heartstrings, but something that kind of encapsulates what what it is like to work where you are. (coughs) Um, so I'll go back to probably the first nine months 
um, I'd been working there and a gentleman had um, returned to community. He'd been in jail and I'm not sure why, but whatever it was that he'd done, his family had shunned him. So he came back, released into community, released back to his family who didn't want anything to do with him. Um, he pretty much was a broken man. So we spoke about, he didn't tell me what had happened, but we spoke about his situation, that he had a family, that he had children, that he was no one was wanting to have anything to do with him, and he was quite depressed. So um, with the GP and myself, we put him on um, antidepressants. Now, he didn't trust himself that he would not do any harm, so what we did was we started him off where he came to the clinic every day to receive his antidepressant and that's what he did to the point where he was um, then able to actually administer those himself. Then we actually weaned him off them. He's now back and was after about five months was back with his family. Um, he is still living with his family. He mm. came to work. Um, in the clinic with us and I guess that's a, a positive that I can take from there that I saw a man who was quite broken. Yeah it's powerful when you see a real change in people for yeah. the better isn't it? Yeah. Is there anything about your role that you'd like to change? Um, maybe make two or three of me. Yes. <laughs> Because um, it is a big job it, and it's a busy, busy place to work and um, more often than not you're running short. So, yeah. So for other nurses thinking about, mm, I'm kind of toying with the idea of looking for work in, re work in remote areas, um, what's some either personal and or professional advice that you would give them? Life experience, I guess, is, is one. Um, uh, professionally, to have a good background. Um, so whilst I predominantly worked in emergency and ICU, I also had community nursing. I also had rehab nursing, aged care experience. So I had a vast experience before I went out there. And I believe that you need that. Um, you can gain other skills while you're out there. I'd never suit you. Um, I'd never put a cast, a plaster cast on anybody. Um, so I learned those skills while I was out there. But um, so you don't might not necessarily need them. But um, I believe just those others, those other skills you need. Um, empathy, um, patience is a good one. <laughs> yep. um, uh, communication. Um, what about supports for for them as, on a personal level? What type of things should perhaps they have in place? Uh, you need to have a very good support system behind you. Um, if you don't, if you don't have a partner or and you're going out there on your own, it it is a very tough tough gig um, I was lucky enough that my husband came out to join me after six months 
Um, so, yeah, so I was very lucky to have him with me. Um, but, yeah, having that good social connection, I guess, with um, with friends, family back home, um, yeah. So is there anything else that you think is relevant for people to know if they're thinking about uh, working remotely or any advice or anything else that you think, I just want people to know about this? Okay, so I guess think about the location. Mm-hmm. Um, think about where you're going to and the transportation services mm-hmm. that might be available. So if you're in a remote community and TV breaks, you may not have television for a week, two weeks. So, you know, and that's the reality is that 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 might happen. Communications Mm -hmm. might go down, you know, during the wet season. Um, So you may not have any communication with family for a couple of days. I think... um, there's some good things to know. Um, it's, it's, you know, often the practical things that you don't necessarily consider that can actually make or break a situation as well. So if you're prepared first, I, I think that's really important advice. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So and it you, is Shelley. a reality that TVs do break. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> I do. No, that's quite all right. Um, it's good. It is important to know that you know things don't go to plan, things break down. You know, you can't always get where you want to go. No, you I might really be flooded appreciate... for a week. <laughs> flooded, even better. <laughs> so, uh, I just wanted to thank you for your willingness to share your experiences as a remote area nurse, um, and just. I know, I know people will listen to this thing. Yeah, that, that's probably something for me. So I appreciate your time and experience today. No worries. Thanks, Kate. Thanks for listening to this episode of Crownercast. We're looking forward to bringing you more stories from the workforce in the coming months and weeks. We'd like to remind all listeners that the Bush Support Line is available to provide confidential support 24-7 to rural and remote health workers and their families. You can reach out at any time by calling 1-800-805-391. Until next time.